Gentlemen, are prostate problems spoiling your day or waking you up at night? Ladies, are you tired of these disruptions? Discover Prostate Perform. Formulated with clinically proven natural ingredients, Prostate Perform helps reduce the frequency and urgency of men's bathroom breaks. Why wait? Prostate Perform relieves symptoms of BPH in men so you can both get back to enjoying your favorite activities. Available exclusively at quality health food stores. To learn more, visit NewRootsHerbal.com. And to ensure these products are right for you, always read and follow the label. Dr. Ludo Brunel is a naturopathic physician trained at the Canadian College of Naturopathic Medicine in Toronto. Prior to his training as a doctor, he studied human nutrition at McGill University in Montreal. Dr. Brunel has spent the last 17 years helping patients optimize their health through better lifestyle and dietary supplementation. His passion remains educating the public, his patients, and colleagues, and he's been a guest on the show many times. Welcome back, Ludo. How are you doing, Anne? I'm great. Thanks, Jamie. It's my pleasure to be on the show. Very excited about the topic today. It will be very informative for the people that are listening. Yes, for men and, and for people who know men, because today we're going to be talking about prostate health. So what role does the prostate play in men's health? So the prostate is a small gland. It's, it's about the size of a walnut, um, and it's located right below the bladder and around the tube that carries urine from the bladder, which is, which is called the urethra. It plays a really important role in reproductive health. One of its main functions is that it produces a fluid, and that fluid mixes with sperm, and it helps to protect sperm. It also um, helps them survive and move more effectively to reach, to reach the egg. Um, the prostate is also, also contains some smooth muscles, and those muscles contract during sexual activity, and it assists the process of ejaculation and the release of sperm. So in essence, the prostate gland contributes to the overall function of the male reproductive system by producing this special fluid that supports sperm and facilitates their release during reproduction. Okay, can you? Uh, there's a term that is often referred to when we're talking about prostate health, and that is BPH. Can you explain what that is? Yeah, so BPH stands for benign prostate hyperplasia. Um, it's quite a common condition. It's, I see it all the time in my practice. Essentially, as men age, the cells within the prostate, they can start to grow and multiply. This happens throughout our lifespan, but as men age, especially after the sixth decade of life, sometimes there becomes an imbalance. Essentially, uh, the cells divide more quickly than they die off, and that's what's called hyperplasia. The prostate gland doesn't really get larger because the cells themselves get bigger, but rather more and more cells accumulate. So it's kind of like a, a room where there's always more people coming in than out eventually you know, that gets crammed in there. Okay, so that, in other words, your prostate becomes more dense? Is that what you're saying? Or does it actually increase? Does it have the capacity it, to expand as well? It expands in size, and that's where some of the problems occur. So gradual growth of the prostate can advance from the size of a walnut when men are young in their 20s, and then we'll see it increase to the size of an apricot, often in the 40s, and a large kiwi in the 60s decade onward and men over the age of 85 are the ones that tend to have the most problem and it's one of the age um, groups that's growing the quickest in Canada and right now uh, Statistics Canada estimates that about 3.7 million men are affected by BPH in Canada. 
Okay, so that's a big number. I guess the question then is, why do we care? Like, what what happens when your prostate gets larger? What's the effect? Well, as the prostate gets bigger, of course, it's way more likely to start pressing against the urethra, um, and it also can press against the bladder. And then we can have some, we can start developing some urinary symptoms because it starts to restrict the flow of urine, but it also prevents the full emptying of the bladder. So typically the symptoms will be increased frequency of urination, weak stream, incomplete voiding, uh, hard to start peeing or stop. Um, and of course, one of the most annoying, which is usually what brings patients, is nocturia. So essentially, you wake up at time, often at night to use the bathroom and go pee. Yeah, I mean, I'm not there yet. This might be too much information. We'll, we'll let. We'll, I'll figure out if that's true. If we get too many comments and emails, but like, I'm I'm at the stage where you know. Pretty much every night, I'm going to wake up and have to go to the bathroom in the middle of the night. But that's not exactly what we're talking about. This is more frequent than, than once, so, right? So we usually say if you wake up once or twice a night, pretty normal. Yeah. Um, but you know, I see men sometimes they're up every hour, every two hour, and it becomes a real problem. They they, they they're tired, they're exhausted, their partners um, starts to interfere with their sleep as well. So everybody gets grumpy, and it's and, and sleep deprivation becomes a real issue. There can be other problems. Um, obviously, one of, one of the ones that I often see is that because the prostate starts pushing on the bladder and the bladder can't empty fully, uh, urinary tract infections or bladder infections can also st- start to occur. So, is, is this going to happen to all men or are there particular risk factors that we should look to? Yeah, as with most conditions, there's definitely some risk factors. So, of course, if you have a family history of uh, BPH, benign prostatic hyperplasia, then your risk increases. Hormonal imbalances um, can also play a significant role. The effect of testosterone on the prostate is largely what causes that cell division. And then um, being obese and uh, having a sedentary lifestyle or an unhealthy diet are all contributing factors and really increase the risk. Okay, so when you when you talk about testosterone, is it a function of having too much testosterone or not enough testosterone that, that is the risk factor? It's it's a bit complex. It's it's about the metabolites, but essentially testosterone is an anabolic, right? It makes things grow, um, and so. The risk is that it causes the prostate to become larger faster than it should. And so, yes, too much exposure to testosterone can be a problem. But it's interesting that uh, this tends to occur as we get older, because my understanding is testosterone actually tapers off as we get older, unless we're taking steps to, to avoid that. You're totally correct. And and. You know, we feel if we look at on an evolutionary perspective, likely the reason why some of the testosterone decreases we age is to protect us from things like prostate cancer and other issues. But certainly testosterone is very important. I'm not minimizing the importance of testosterone for men, but um, too much of it is usually what can lead to some problems with the prostate. Okay, so it seems like it would be pretty important for for men to undergo proper testing to determine whether or not they have BPH. Do you agree with that? And and if so, let's let's discuss that. Yeah, absolutely. So, of course, as soon as there's a problem with the prostate, especially with BPH, the prostate is bigger, um, we want to make sure that we are dealing with BPH and not something more serious. 
namely prostate cancer, because a lot of the symptoms are the same. Mm. And so uh, it's important to make sure that what we're truly dealing with is BPH um, before we start treatment. Okay, so, so what is the testing? Is it a simple blood test or is there something more complicated involved? So there's typically two ways um, where we can assess the size of the prostate. Uh, one is the one is a blood test, the PSA, which mm-hmm. um, is routinely done in men as, as we get older. The other one is the digital rectal exam, yep. so where the basically the doctor tries to feel the prostate, see if you know there's lumps on it. So we're looking at the texture and the size in that case, and that can help us understand what's happening. And then, of course, if if things are concerning, then we could advance to a biopsy where we actually look under a microscope to see, are these cells still normal? Is this BPH? Or are we looking at cancer cells now? Um, so, you know, it, it definitely needs a workup to be able to understand which condition uh, is occurring. It's interesting you mentioned the digital test because uh, my understanding is a lot of doctors are moving away from doing routine digital examinations for the prostate. Um, You're 100% correct again. The, basically, the PSA is the preferred test. You know, it's it's less uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, and so often we'll do routine PSA, which gives us an idea of the total size of the prostate. And then if that PSA becomes concerning, then that's when we'll start uh, doing more testing, including the digital rectal exam. Okay, so now we've covered you know, what the prostate is, what it does, and what can happen if things go wrong, and how we find that out. What can we do? Is, is there a natural way to, to stop the prostate from getting bigger? Is there anything we can do? For sure. Nutrition is really important uh, for overall health, but also for the prostate. Uh, And it's also important when it comes to managing BPH and there's specific foods that uh, men can include in their diet to try to prevent or mitigate the issue. Uh, One of the ones that's very clear is that decreasing saturated fat and having more uh, fruits, vegetables, healthy fat, that can really help. More antioxidants, uh, from things like tomatoes and berries or uh, fish oil, omega-3 fatty acids um, can also be very, very useful. And of course, there are supplements that have been proven to work. So why don't we go through some of the supplements that actually can help impact prostate health? For sure. There's many science-driven nutrients that have been studied with good research, which showed that they can have a very positive impact on the prostate and reduce the symptoms associated with BPH. So, so what are what are some of those? Um, salt palmetto is one that uh, most people are familiar with. Uh, the extract it's an extract from a berry from a dwarf palm tree, and lots of research there. So, more than thirty five human trials with uh, salt palmetto for BPH, and um, what we know is that the fatty acids, the fat within those salt palmetto berries. Um, lead to improvements in urinary tract symptoms in several ways. They act both on hormones, but also reduce inflammation. And what the research shows is that the benefit of using uh, some of those supplements will often rival the benefits of prescription drugs for the treatment of BPH. Okay, so, you know, I'm familiar with saw palmetto, but I know that there are others that might help as well. So beyond saw palmetto, what else helps? Another one that um, has lots of research is, is called rye pollen, uh, rye flower pollen. 
Uh, and so it's another one of those nutrients that, you know, when I'm looking at a formula for patients that are trying to manage BPH, it's one of the ingredients I look for. Uh, there's research there that has been done with 144 men with BPH that receive natural products, including this rye flower pollen, and uh, results show decrease in both uh, frequency of, of urination at night and during the day. There's others as well. Another one that um, I often look for is, is plant sterols, and we know that those fats from plants will have therapeutic value, uh, largely due to their anti-inflammatory properties. And we know that chronic inflammation plays a role in the development and progression of prostate problems, including BPH, but also cancer. Um, we also know that they can influence hormones, particularly the balance of androgens, so male hormones like testosterone in the body. Uh, disruptions in that androgen balance contributes to the growth of prostate tissue and so will often make, make things worse. Um, other important antioxidants, uh, so lycopene and selenium, we have studies there when, uh, when we combine those ingredients with things like saw palmetto, there's further improvements in terms of symptoms, so urinary flow is better, there's also less inflammation um, in patients with BPH. It's, it's very important to look at the product you're getting. There's different products on the market. Um, so I always tell patients to be careful in terms of the product they're getting. Make sure you're getting a high-quality product. We want extracted ingredients, so the extract um, and the potency is very important. And we want to source uh, specific plant components. And um, often I'll tell patients, um, you know, one of the things, one of the supplements that I really like is the New Roots Herbal Prostate Perform. Mm -hmm. And uh, lots of my patients have had significant improvements in their symptoms. Uh, it's a New Roots product, and um, they do testing in a lab, an ISO 17025 accredited lab, to make sure that what's written on the bottle is what's in the product. Um, so, yeah, there, there's lots of options out there, but uh, certainly there's good natural options for those patients. Fantastic. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show today. Thank you so much. It was my pleasure. That was Dr. Ludo Brunel, ND. We have to take a short break, but when we return, we'll discuss breast cancer prevention on The Tonic. <laughs> 